Andrew is the Aussie bloke living in the U.S. Heather is the American gal living in Australia. Together, they travel the world sharing strategies on how to put your business on autopilot. Doing business online is no longer about having a website. To get more clients and take care of the ones you have, you will need a map. They've got it. So sit back and relax and welcome aboard. This flight is bound to autopilot your business. On today's podcast, we are talking about how to become the expert by creating your own book. It's a lot easier than you think. Stick with us. We'll tell you how. Have you picked up our online survival guide yet? Get prepped for the future of online marketing by going to www.aybguide.com. Hey, everybody. This is Andrew McCauley. Welcome to podcast number 47. Wow, 47. We are talking all about becoming the expert in your field and particularly about books. How do you write a book? How easy is it? How easy is it to write a book these days? And what sort of things should you think about when you're writing a book? Now, we have written a couple of books and we'll talk a little bit about that very, very soon. But I've got to introduce, of course, the lovely Heather Porter. Hey, H. That would be me. Hello, hey. hello, Andrew. Hey, guys. How are all of you going? They are doing fantastic. I can hear them all sing in unison. <laughs> I can hear them really excited about the whole concept of um, knowing how to create their own book as well. You know, I was at a, um, I was at an event last night. I was speaking, doing a workshop, um, and we were talking about how to become the expert in your field. And one of the sections that I was covering was writing a book, because you know, we've written a couple of books now, and we've done all of that in the past year. And it was a, it was a very interesting and well received section of the presentation because um, so many people still have this stigma about, you know, books are so hard to do it's going to cost them so much money because they're going to find some sort of publisher that's going to sign them up for thousands and thousands of dollars and they don't have the capital to invest in that sort of stuff and people think well i'm writing a book and it takes them seven years to write you know two chapters and um it was good to show them that it doesn't need to take that much money that much time or even that much effort really I know. You, you know, it's so funny. We'll go into this a little bit more here in a second. But you and I wrote our book pretty much in like a weekend, didn't we? Uh, it was even less than that. I think it was, <laughs> like was, was a night time that we did it. And um, we were we were pretty blown away with how quick we could do it, what came out of our heads. Uh, and then the turnaround time to get that live, I think... You know, we wrote the book and then it took a few weeks to edit it because we had other things going on. But I think we we're both traveling. But mm. once we'd um, edited it, we, we had a live book selling, making money for us on Amazon within about three weeks, I think it was, from, from concept to delivery. And even more exciting, collecting leads from non-buyers. And yes, we're going to tell you guys how to do that coming up. So you want to definitely stick in there. Yeah. Um, hey, Andrew. I have a question for you. Oh, well, let me guess. What <laughs> did I learn this week? Is that what you're going to ask me? How did you ever guess that? So I tell us, what have you learned? Hey, I learned something pretty cool, actually. I haven't even spoken to you about this, so I don't even know if you know this one yet. But I was looking at a lot of Facebook ads. I'm, I'm digging my head right into the whole marketing aspect of everything right now. And Facebook ads is one of those things I'm digging even deeper into. But what I've discovered is that there is the ability now to have um, almost like real-time or live streaming ads 
if you're selling a product, let's say you're selling a pair of shoes and mm-hmm. you want to create a Facebook ad that sells shoes and all of a sudden you think, you know what, the price is, let's say my pair of shoes are $30 and today on Tuesday, I want to go and drop the price to say $20. $20. You can change the price and this live streaming ad that you have, a campaign you have running on Facebook automatically grabs the data and syncs it with the ad so that the ad reflects the current price. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool, huh? So, so imagine what you can do. Um, you could go in and change your website. Let's say it's a, um, let's say you've got some ads running and you might have today's, today's Tuesday. Let's say today, today's Tuesday. You might say today's special, and you put it in brackets Tuesday, is this. So every time you change that day of the week on your website, it actually grabs it from the ad. So you don't have to go and recreate ads, wait for Facebook to approve it. It's automatically just grabbed from your website and brought into the actual ad itself. Is that hard to do? Uh, Not really, if you've got the right tools. So Um, this is really good for retailers, online retailers? Absolutely great for retailers, yeah. it's, It's Dynamic, dynamic ad, dynamic um, ads that are retargeted, dynamic so like retargeting ads. The the Black Friday sales, you could do really cool things with that. You could uh-huh. just, uh, you know, drop all your prices and, yeah, and yep. that. Okay, exactly. got it. Nice one. Mm-hmm. So that's what I learned today. How about you? What did you learn this week? <laughs> well, yesterday we did an event in Sydney to teach people how to publish their own magazine and. You know, what was really cool about it is I what I learned is that I think people are starting to finally realize the importance of not looking at building an online presence to fit in a desktop or fit in a laptop, mm-hmm. but really starting to get the importance of actually building an online presence that fits in mobile devices. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I learned that is because not only was the event really successful, but pretty much everyone stuck around and they all said that. I'm starting a business. I think I'm going to actually do a magazine before I even do a website. Wow. And and the reason why is because it is so incredibly powerful to have a magazine on a mobile device and be able to utilize those push notifications. We're talking about stats on how people are, you know, 30% more likely to at least to engage with those rather than emails. And I guess what I learned it was more of a shift that I'm starting to see from people that are working with us and attending our events, and that is that they're really starting to get the importance of the online conversation and using media and content that people can carry in their pockets. Mm, It's pretty cool. I think magazines are still sexy. You know, they 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 look cool. They're they're, um they've always got great information in them. Um, but unlike a website where you go to a website and you check it out. You don't really, um, you know, sit with around with your friends sharing website sort of stuff, but you do with a magazine. It's like, hey, this magazine article is really cool. Check this out. And, you know, I've seen people hand iPads around to share the magazine articles, but I've never seen really people share websites around. So I think they're still pretty, I think they're very sexy and I think people love the, the way that they, that they can um, uh, give out information these days. Pretty awesome. 
They are. And, and you guys, we, we have our own magazine, of course. That's why we're teaching people to do that. And it's online footprint. Just in case you're interested, we have a three-month free subscription over there, onlinefootprintmagazine.com, and you can see what we mean. The magazines we're talking about, by the way, right now are not flat magazines, as in you take a print magazine and squish it into a PDF and put it on your phone. We're talking full-blown interactivity. You know, like it's almost like a website in, in a magazine. So it's pretty cool. So it's exciting to see people embrace seeing these changes and, and looking at how they can utilize them in their business. Excellent. But we are talking a similar type of thing, but not magazine. We're talking books tonight. Books, books, books. So Today what, or tonight or tonight whatever. Or whatever, whatever time of day it is for you. Sometimes <laughs> right. it's night for me. Sometimes I have no idea. Now, I wanted to bring up a quick website as, as well. Um, we've chosen this topic because there's a bit of a movement called the National Novel Writing Month which is November from the 1st through the 30th. And for those of you that actually want to have a, a little bit of cool resources around this and join the movement, you can check out Nano... Gosh, I don't even know how to say this, Andrew. NanoRimo.org. NanoRimo. Nano sounds good to me. NanoRimo. N-A-N-O-W-R-I-M-O.org. And you can kind of join a movement of, of publishers. And once you listen to the rest of this episode, you will know pretty much what to do to, to get, jump on this bandwagon. So um, let's let's get stuck in. Maybe we should first start to talk about our books. That yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do that. Let's do that. Okay. So we, we've done two books. We've done two that are currently listed in Amazon Kindle. And... Uh, one of them's even uh, you can actually buy as a hard copy, um, and the titles of these books are the first one, the online treasure map for motivational speakers, twenty one insider tips to get you booked as a speaker faster, and the second one we've written is automate your marketing, quick tips and real life examples to get leads and promote yourself on autopilot. Yeah, so there yeah. you go. <laughs> That's them. So um, give a quick big background. The first book we had, we were we were learning and playing around with how to create a Kindle book. We wanted to find out, you know, because there are three massive e-commerce platforms out there. iTunes is one of them. Amazon is another one and eBay is probably the third one. And we had a podcast on iTunes. We didn't have anything on Amazon and we wanted to just get our name out there and um, Kindle was a great way to do it. So uh, that's what we did. We jumped on a... Uh, Kindle bandwagon and got ourselves a Kindle book. Now, the reason we did that particular topic was that Heather and I both have been involved with that whole personal development, motivational speaker industry. So we knew a lot about um, booking booking speakers and getting booked as a speaker, but we also knew uh, a lot of online tricks, where to go and do it online and how to get online. So we thought, why don't we combine the two, put it into a book, use our knowledge of what we've got, and that way we can pretty quickly punch out a book. And as we said at the start, we, we, we got it out in a night. I think it was uh, mm. a couple of hours we got the whole thing done. Um, and then our second book was a uh, is part of a series. We've got another five books coming out um, in, the, in the next few months, and that's about uh, automation. You've, if you've heard our Automate series, our... Um, I think we did around about podcast number 31, 32, 33. We talked about automation. We turned all of that sort of stuff. We repurposed a lot of that information into um, a book. And that's where the automate your marketing book has come into it. So 
We've also got that printed as a physical book and um, it's a great business card. You know, it's not a very long book, but it's a book nonetheless. And it's great for, for us to carry around and say, hey, this is what we've got. And um, there's something about being an author that people still look up to. And uh, even though it's a lot easier these days to become an author, it's still uh, in the minds of many a very... Um, how do I say it? Put, put, sort of put prestigious. A, yeah, prestigious. Put you on a pedestal, yeah. pedestal sort of thing. So yeah. um, that's the backgrounds of our two books and why we wrote those. Yeah, and um, I do want to go a little bit deeper into the first one, the, the motivational speaker one that we wrote, to literally give you guys an idea of how easy it was or how easy it can be for you. And then I guess we can give you some tips as well from there. But so Andrew and I were at a seminar together in well, – that was Los Angeles, wasn't it? About a year ago, yeah. Yeah, about a year ago. And the whole seminar was basically about how to write your own Kindle book. Um, so we learned the ins and outs of it. But we went up into our hotel room, you know, one of, one of the afternoons or evenings after the seminar ended. And we wrote our outline uh, for the book, which essentially is just some flashcards with <laughs> the name of a chapter and then some bullet points. And then we candidly spoke about each of those bullet points and recorded ourselves just having a chat between the two of us. We kind of split up the work and had a chat. We took that audio and then we gave it to one of our team members who transcribed it. Mm. And then we took the transcription and we edited it. It edited it so it was not so sort of conversational, which, you know, as, as we all know, when you talk, it's a lot different than reading something. We edited it and we put it into a book. It was that quick and easy. We didn't give it much thought. We literally used something that we had a lot of knowledge about, which is key for when you're writing your first book and uh, just moved really fast on it. Yeah. One of the extra things we did do, we could have stopped there and published it at that point, but we wanted to make it a little bit more of an experience for people. So, um, and many people don't know this, but you can actually embed videos inside a Kindle book. So those books you see on uh, Amazon, you can actually have videos inside it. So our book, how to, um, uh, whatever it's called, <laughs> what's it called again? <laughs> the, the motivational speaker one. That one. We actually did a, I did a summary, I did a summary video at the end of each yeah. chapter. So mm. inside the, uh, inside each chapter, we talk about various online tools that you could use. And so I did a summary of showing people what those tools look like on the web. I showed them what to do and how, how to go and uh, use those tools. The videos might've gone for maybe four or five minutes, but it was a it was a companion video to each chapter. So now as you're reading the book on your Kindle device, and by the way, if people don't know this, you can actually read Kindle books on any computer, any device. You don't have to have a Kindle Fire or a Kindle Reader to actually read Kindle books, by the way. Um, just a short note. Um, but so, so <laughs> when people were reading our books, they could actually watch the video the videos were all housed on YouTube. So people could actually go and watch the video on YouTube without reading the book to see the summary of the chapter. Yeah, which is great. That whole interactivity like we keep talking about with you guys is mm. is key because it leads a conversation with somebody. It's not just a flat print. It's it's a chance for them to get to know you. And, and of course, as we know, when you're having videos in your book, they have to go somewhere to watch those videos therefore your website, therefore getting more of a connection with you, right? A potential of actually signing up to, you know, an email list or whatever else you have to offer, which is pretty cool. Absolutely, yes. 
So do you guys, uh, do you guys, do you, Andrew, do you, I'm feeling so engaged, like everyone's in the room with us right now who's listening. <laughs> I know. No, no, you <laughs> so and I have both been speaking at events yesterday. It's I know, I feel like it's on. still happening. Do you want to talk a little bit about the tips, some of, some ideas, maybe we start at the beginning and just have a few tips about titles and then go into some of the things a book should contain as well? Yeah, yeah, good idea. So I guess one of the things is that you want to have a sexy title. You want something that people are going to go, wow, that really is interesting, what do I need to do to go and find out more about that? Now, often there'll be um, a writer's block from the very outset and people get stuck on that whole title thing at the start and then they don't write their book because they think, well, if I haven't got the title, I can't continue. But I think the title should almost be one of the last things that you actually create because once you're creating that content, this is just me personally, once you create that content, then you can uh, come up with some sort of title that encompasses what you've created. I agree because do you remember when we were first starting out, we were trying to count the number of tips we should include and then we just thought, let's just do the tips, work it out, what seems like it might fit and then at the end we we, we discovered, oh, well, let's do 21. So it was kind of, we had the topic and that was all and then we created the book and then we put the title on last. So I agree. Yeah, so there's a couple of sites too, um, Heather, you can go to if you um, get stuck for titles. Do you want to tell us a little bit about what how you use those sites? Well, the main one that is really good is just the New York Times because, after all, they have the best sellers, don't they? Uh-huh. So, um, nytimes.com. It's kind of a long-winded URL, but it's nytimes.com forward slash pages forward slash books forward slash index dot html. So, really, to keep that easier for you guys, you can just come on over to autopilotyourbusiness.com forward slash podcast and come over to this episode, which is, what are we, 48 now? 47, 47. 47, sorry about that. 47, look for the the how to publish your book episode and we'll have all the links. We're going to have quite a few links in this um, episode, so you're going to definitely want to come in and check out our show notes for that. Mm -hmm. But you go on over there and you basically can click on the, there's an area called viewed to get ideas for titles. It's like a sidebar area on that page and it's it's basically telling you which books on the site have been viewed the most, mm-hmm. therefore obviously being the most popular. Um, and you can look at what people are doing to be the most popular in the New York Times um, book selling list right now and, and get ideas that way. That's one idea. Yeah, yeah, okay. Then, then I guess as part of that whole title – You've got to have something like a what they call a hook, right? So something that's going to mm-hmm. grab people and say, "I want you to read me," sort of thing. What sort of things? Um, what sort of things can you give us? Some tips about a hook that you can give us that people. Yeah, can use? sure. So, like for example, um, the thing that we learned, I guess, to get a, a bestseller is the almost like the explanation is the subtitle because in our book we say twenty-one tips or whatever. But you come up with the hook as the main title, like the bigger title of the book. And the hook is just something that essentially it, it makes a promise. Mm-hmm. And these are things they can do. So a one or a combination of these. So it makes a promise, um, a simple promise of what somebody's going to learn when they read your book. It can stir an emotion, which is great. Uh, it can create a new policy or standard. So if in your industry, you can actually set the guidelines for something that's going on. Mm-hmm. You can do that in the title. Um, it creates a movement uh oh this is a good one it polarizes an audience so what do you you, so what do you mean by that Mm. controversy sells so something that you know that there's really strongly two sides of the equation two two sides that are 
you know, have really opinionated ideas around something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've seen titles like, you know, websites are dead, for yeah, example. Facebook is a sinking ship. Yeah. yeah. So you're going to have people that have a lot to say about that. They see that title and it's going to stir them up to want to know what mm-hmm. the perspective is in the book. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, create a community. So something that really, you know, there's so many niches. And we've talked about that before. There's like sweater knitting <laughs> niches and stuff. So a book that's very specific around a community that's already out there, it, it will bring that community in and, and you know, create interest in it. Mm-hmm. So the hook is is trying to get specific and it's trying to do one of those things or even a combination of those things. But the last thing you want to do is be bland mm. and generalized mm-hmm. in your title. Yeah, boring. Boring. <laughs> boring, boring. Okay, so so that's cool. Now, what if people are out there um, and they, they're, they're thinking, well, I don't have a creative bone in my body as far as writing the book and the content. Um are we talking about non-fiction books or what about fiction books? I mean, is, does that sort of, do we need a hook for a fiction book as well, do you think? Yeah, when you're first getting started, because fiction actually can be sometimes even harder to break into. Mm. So you want to, again, think about what, even though it's a story, what can you tell? What's the story? What's the outcome? What's the community that you're going for in, in that book? So just think creatively. And again, if you're a new author, you've got to stand out from the rest. Yeah. Um, but nonfiction books are, I mean, are a little different. You definitely want to solve a real problem that exists. So when you're thinking about the hook, you're thinking about, is it actually solving a problem? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the thing is, too, there are so many books out there, nonfiction books as well. You cover art's important and we'll talk about that in a second. Um, and then just solving or, or I guess explaining why your solution is unique. Um, obviously we we did this book because we know this industry back to front. We were easily able to talk about it. So that's the thing with you guys writing your first book. You've got to stick to something you really, 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 really know. And uh, that's a, a great way of realizing if your solution is unique. Because if you know your industry, you're going to know what's been done before as well. Yeah. Now, a couple of things I just want to mention. Um, you actually set the price on Amazon. Mm-hmm. So if you're thinking about, well, how do I know how much I'm going to charge? It's completely up to you. Um, and if it's just a Kindle book that you're offering, in fact, if, if it doesn't really matter what book you're offering, you can change the price at any time and, it, and it'll get changed pretty quickly within 24 hours, usually that the price will, will reflect. So if you're finding that you're selling a book at Kindle for let's say $9.99 uh, and you're not selling many and you want to drop it down to say $5.99, you can do that pretty quickly and it takes effect straight away. And um, you might you might gauge about gauge to see what sort of sales you've got once you've dropped that price. There's a, also a program called the Kindle uh, KDP, the Kindle Direct. I think, it's called, I think it stands for Kindle Direct Publishing KDP. And what that does is it allows you to sell your book for free for five days every ninety days. Now you can sell it for five days straight for free, or you can give it give it away for say two days here, two days somewhere else, and another week later, just one day. Now, why would you want to do that? So the KDP program is designed for people to say, let's get your information out to as many people as you can. Let's get the book into as many hands as you can, because if you can get your your book selling or at least get distribution going through, people are going to start hearing who you are. They're going to start recognizing you as an author. And you can start um, getting a following, building your base. Now, the problem with Amazon 
is that they will not give you anybody's email address. They'll send you the money, but they won't mm. tell you. They won't tell you who is buying your book. Now, is that a problem, H? No, this is one of the. This is, I think, the most important tip right now that we're about to talk about on this in this whole episode. I really do believe that, uh-huh. and that's not a problem because in Kindle books and Amazon books, you basically have the first ten percent of your book as the teaser. So, for those of you that have gone to Amazon, you know how you can click on the cover photo, uh, of the image of the book, and it opens up with the whole teaser, table contents, that sort of stuff. Use that area as a marketing machine, and you can actually not only get buyers, but people just browsing and considering purchasing your book to come over to your email list. So that's the best way to get them over. But you've got to entice them with something good. So let's. Let's go a little bit through about how we've set up our first 10%, how that's working for us. Yeah, okay. So so you, you said the first 10%, but is that does that mean only people who browse the book get to see that page? It's, it's both. It's the first 10% of the book, is it not? So it's actually for both browsers and also people that purchase it. Right. So it still exists. So I just want to make sure yeah. people know that. It still exists yeah, yeah. When, you, uh, when you purchase the book. So in our, in our situation, we are... We have a, our, pay, our book is around about 40, 40 pages or so. So we had to make sure that within the first four pages, mm. we had um, we had the opt-in available for people. Now, what was the opt-in that we created for people? This is the best part of all. So when we created our book, like I said earlier, we recorded ourselves cr- actually creating the book, the transcription. Um, there was going to be transcribed, I should say, the audio. And we actually used that audio as the giveaway. So we gave away an audio version of the book of Andrew and I reading the uh, creating the book. And we even use that as part of the spiel, you know, listen, this is the audio version of the book. It's actually when we created the book. So very easy. If you're going to be creating your book in the same way we did to keep it easy, you don't, don't need to come up with something new. You can just use the actual audio recording if you want. Repurpose it. So if you if you want to see what our book, what we're talking about, go to Amazon and look for Treasure Map for Motivational Speakers. Yeah. Uh, do, do a search for that. You'll see it's a red, got a red cover. Look for our names. You'll see it there. Uh, if you don't, can't be bothered going to Amazon, then you can go to speakerstreasuremap.com, speakerstreasuremap.com, and you will see how we've done that. We've set up a real basic landing page. It says, uh, get the online treasure map for motivational speakers, audio book free. Just give us your email address and you can download it. And you'll hear us talking about how we created the book, how we put it together. And, um, you know, we've, we've been building our list every day from this particular um, tactic. So it's been a been a fun little exercise for us. So although Amazon might give us their email address, we still we're doing we've got a call to action in our book so that people can come over and get that free resource. We do. And you can do this even throughout your book as well for those that buy where, you know, if you have the video, you can have when people go to watch the video, you can collect their email address on that page for, say, a bonus PDF or whatever. So you can do it throughout your book. Mm-hmm. But um, the I guess the formula here for the that first 10 percent really is this, because remember, this 10 percent is the thing that people click on to decide if they're going to buy. So you really want to say who you are and why they should listen. Really identify the problem and validate you as an expert in this space. Mm-hmm. Um, you definitely want to do the whole what's in it for them thing. So really talk about the solution that the book is going to give them. Um, 
Now, the other thing is, too, is how do you know that the solution that you're offering will work? Mm. Really show off your credibility and your proof. Like in our case, Andrew, I mean, we said collectively we've been in the speaking industry behind the scenes and on stage for 30 years and mm -hmm. some something like that, right? Yep. We've worked with dozens of speakers and, and promoters and we know it inside and out. So that's our credibility in that space. Yeah. Uh, why the reader really needs to really know what we're sharing right now. Really, what are the benefits of the chapters that you're going to go into? Mm -hmm. Make a promise to them and, of course, warn them against what will happen if they don't read the book. Mm -hmm. So if, if they don't read this book, what's going to happen in their life if they don't know the knowledge that you're about to share? Yeah, awesome. <clears throat> so that, that's so that's the intro or the forward, so people get to read that at the start yeah. in that in that browsing section, so they get to know what's going on. It's almost, it's very, it it, it sounds a little salesy, but that's what you're going to do to get people into your book. That's right. Um, you think of your whole book as a sales tool, where from chapter to chapter you have to keep reminding them what they've learned and uh -huh. promising what's coming up. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And and it's a very powerful feature that Amazon have introduced. Um, and so many people don't understand what the purpose is. So they just put silly images. They'll put, you know, one page is completely blank except a copyright logo down the bottom. Yeah. Um, and they've wasted that opportunity to really get people in and get them to buy that book. So um, now I think I'm gonna, we, I think we should pretty much pause it here because um, there's a whole new episode of the podcast we can talk about how market the book. How do we get to number one? How do we get that book to number one? What were the tools and the tricks that we used? Because that's a that's a podcast in itself. Um, that's and absolutely there's, true. There's a whole bunch of fun stuff that I want to talk about, and I don't want to um, put it all into this one because I think uh, some people's brains may be already starting to think, <laughs> "Wow, what's going on here?" So um, go and check out check out our book. Um, check it out on Amazon. Check it out on uh, that speakers treasure map dot com speakers speakers treasure map dot com. Um, or go and check us out on online, sorry, which which website, autopilotyourbusiness.com forward slash podcast. We're at episode 47. What about anyone that's listening to us on iTunes? H, what do they do? Uh, iTunes, please subscribe. Please subscribe if you don't want to miss a beat in what we're doing. And also, we'd love to get a review from you. Just let us know what you think. Leave us a few stars, five if you're feeling extra generous and you like what we're doing. Uh, and one more thing, Andrew, I what I'm going to do is package up. We have a bit of an outline that we use when we create our books for Kindle. And I'm going to package that up as a PDF. And um, we'll go into a little bit more details in that PDF about that first 10% sort of a, a light structure around your chapters, a bit of an outline of what you can follow for that, and just some other bonuses in there. Nothing about marketing. This is about the how-to of creating your book. And you can come on over and request that PDF from us at autopilotyourbusiness.com forward slash podcast and go to a podcast number 47 about how to publish a book. And you'll see right there on that show notes page uh, an area where you can request this PDF. I highly recommend you pop on over there and get it because you can use it time and time again as a tool to write your books. Do it, do it, do it. Hey, I'm going to offer one extra thing. Here's a bonus. Yeah. If you leave us a review on iTunes, send us an email, info at autopilotyourbusiness.com. Send us an email. Tell us you've done that. Not only will we give you a shout out, but we'll also give you a three-month subscription for our magazine. We want to give it to you. Go and read it. Check it out. Do it. I think that's all we've got, H. <laughs> Sounds thank, good. Thank you once again. Look forward to our next well, – I think we interview a super underground expert in our next uh, podcast, I believe. Yes. 
This is somebody that averages 6,000 visits per day to his website, and he's going to tell us how he does that. Are we putting a black mask over him so no one can see who he is? We might need to. <laughs> yeah, in fact, I can pretty much guarantee not many people have heard of him. No, um, he's pretty underground. Extremely underground, and I think we've got access to him. So um, mm. that's going to be fun, actually. I'm looking forward to that. I've already got my questions lined up for him. <laughs> I know, me too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. All right. Touch. We'll talk to you on the next episode. Thanks a lot. And thanks again, guys, for your support and listening, and we'll talk soon. Make sure to grab our free business automation guide now and get access to other special bonuses. Head on over to aybpodcast.com. All passengers and cabin crew should now be seated with their seatbelt securely fastened. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the first officer speaking. On behalf of your captains, Andrew McCauley and Heather Porter, we would like to thank you for taking the journey with us to autopilot your business. You are now closer to putting your own business on autopilot using the internet. Of course, if you would like to rack up some frequent flyer points, visit our website, www.autopilotyourbusiness.com. Or check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash autopilotyourbusiness. These frequent flyer points are totally useless, but the information is gold. Until we fly again, happy travels.